the City Quick Connect podcast is brought to you by the Municipal Association of South Carolina. Hey everybody, this is Casey Fields. I'm the manager for municipal advocacy at the Municipal Association of South Carolina. Today, I have Melissa Harrell, your new name, um, with me today to talk about the last remaining priority from the advocacy initiatives of 2019. This one is so close to the finish line, it's ridiculous. So we are going to talk about that today. Kind of, Melissa is going to give you a background on where this came from and what we need everybody to do for next up so we can finish this one off and go ahead and pass this bill at the beginning of the 2020 session. Melissa, Senate Bill 217 is the bill that we're talking about. Where did that idea come from? Why is, why is this flexibility issue important? Thank you, Casey. The original concept or idea sprouted from the flooding of 2015 and a hurricane and the impacts that it had on the city of Charleston. So it was fairly dramatic and very easy to see that there was a need down in Charleston. But as we found out with the 2015 flood and two hurricanes since, almost every community in South Carolina has some issue with flooding and drainage. Right, not just coastal communities, but it's even inland, in the Midlands, PD. Everywhere. Yeah. Upstate. Everything from runoff to um, too much concrete or mm-hmm. pavement or just natural progression of the growth in the communities. And so when um, it started off as a coastal need and then it very quickly became obvious to all legislators that every hometown needed this mm-hmm. flexibility. And so it has quickly passed the Senate, and it is in the House, and it's teed up in Ways and Means Committee. And so we, we have some homework for you, members of the association. We need every one of you to go back home and look around and figure out exactly what needs that you have in your community that could be addressed with this flexibility revenue. And specifically what it says is it's any flooding and drainage project within a tourism area, tourism-related area, excuse me. And that is not defined, and it's done that way on purpose, because what is tourism in one community is not necessarily tourism in another. Right. I mean, if you were in Traveler's Rest, you wouldn't be worrying about the beach, obviously. So it needs to be specific to a tourism-related area. And I need for you to make a list of those projects and be very specific and then educate your senator and your House member, especially your House member, on how you could take advantage of this flexibility. And when we say flexibility, it's referring to the state accommodations tax, the local accommodations tax, and the local hospitality tax. So you could use some of that revenue towards these projects. Mm -hmm. So where... The bill was introduced in the Senate. Correct. And it passed the Senate no problem. Overwhelmingly. It is in the House right now, specifically when it was read across the desk in the House, it was referred to the House Ways and Means Committee. Correct. So if our members have a legislator from their district on the House Ways and Means Committee. That is first priority. That would be first priority. Okay. But I, I it will quickly... If there is a um, groundswell of support and grassroots from all communities, that would help get it on the agenda more quickly. And the need is to get it before the budget. 
Ways and Means' main priority is to get the budget through in February, and it takes a lot of work on the back end and in subcommittees. So this is why it's critically important that this be addressed in the very opening days of the session in 2020. So we're talking the second and third week in January. So it's imperative that you educate your House member as quickly as possible and continue to educate them. Remember, they ha- they're dealing with a mountain of projects and a mountain of um, bills and information. So they may need some written material. They may need to hear it from you, and they need to hear it multiple times. Right. Maybe some people <clears throat> in your cities and towns that are affected, directly affected by the flooding issues, They that would be... Yes, people to hear but from. remember, we're talking about drainage as well. So if you've got chronic drainage issues. Like maybe with business owners, like maybe in an area where you've got a lot of businesses that have drainage issues. A prime example is in the Five Points area of Columbia, South Carolina. Every time we have a massive rain or a quick rain, there is flooding within the business community. So this is this is something that is truly an issue everywhere. And it's not it's not just big cities. It's every size community, big, small, medium. It's coastal, it's lake communities, river communities, and dry communities. Mm -hmm. So No pun intended by the dry. Right, sorry. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Melissa, you made a joke. Good job. Um, So if they want more information on this, of course, call you, Melissa Harrell, at the office, and you can kind of walk them through the details of the bill. A synopsis of this is in the year-end legislative report, which everybody received at annual meeting if you attended. You also received a copy of this in a packet that was mailed to town hall after annual meeting, and it's also available online if you're interested in more information. What, Melissa, what's the one thing you want people to remember about Senate Bill 217? Is it is an opportunity, maybe not today, but definitely for the future. And so we need that ability when it's necessary and when it's needed. That flexibility to use Correctly. money that we have. That we and are. remember, if you're when we talk about tourism, if you get any um, pushback, well, this should be directly towards money should be used for marketing or for bringing folks in. If if you're flooded and you're dealing with the damage, you're not bringing tourists in. That's right. Who wants to trek through muddy areas in their on their vacation or if they're spending money? They don't want to come in a mess. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. If anybody has any questions, please call or email Melissa in our office and read all the information you need to about 217. It's online and you, you have it in your hand if you went to annual meeting. So make sure you go ahead now. Don't wait until session starts in January. Go ahead and now and start talking to your legislators about Senate Bill 217 and using your state and local accommodations and hospitality tax money, using that money to help with infrastructure and flooding. Correct. Be sure to keep following the legislative team on Twitter. They are still tweeting in the <laughs> off season. Um, they will begin tweeting about committee me- committee meetings and bills when the legislative starts in Jan- legislature comes back in session in January. And do not forget to register for a regional advocacy meeting. We are in the middle of them now. We need you to be there because we're talking Senate Bill 217 and we're talking strategy to pass that bill. The City Quick Connect podcast is one of several ways the Municipal Association keeps you informed of the opportunities and issues impacting South Carolina cities and towns. Learn more 
at www.masc.sc and stay up to date with the association's latest happenings on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.